From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 26th of December, 2018. At least 420 people have been killed and hundreds more injured after a tsunami hit coastal towns on Indonesia's Sunda Strait. According to a report by the BBC, there was no warning of the giant waves which struck at night, destroying hundreds of buildings, sweeping away cars and uprooting trees about 9.30pm local time on Saturday. It is thought that the undersea landslides from the Anak Krakatau volcano caused the tsunami waves. A pop concert was underway at the Tanjung Lesung Beach Resort in the west of Java Island when the tsunami hit. Most of the audience and all but one of the band members were killed. Unlike most tsunamis, which are often generated by earthquakes, this one crept up with no warning, which reminds us once again in a stark reminder that we never know what moment will be our last. May we pray for all the families and the friends of those affected by this holiday tragedy. Microsoft could release its own external webcams next year with one aimed at extending Windows Hello facial recognition to all Windows 10 PCs. Presently, Windows Hello facial recognition is restricted to the built-in webcams like the ones on Microsoft's Surface devices. The webcam, which could be named under the Surface brand, would also return a Kinect-like feature to the Xbox One, allowing users to authenticate by putting their face in front of the camera. This according to a report by ZDNet, which stated also that Microsoft's planned webcams are said to be linked to the USB-C webcams that it previously said could ship with the forthcoming Surface Hub 2, which also features a USB-C port. The Windows Hello compatible webcams will arrive as Microsoft advances its push for passwordless sign-in with Windows Hello at the core. With the release of the Windows 10 October 2018 update, Microsoft enabled WebAuthn-based authentication, which paves the way for signing into its sites like Office 365 with Windows Hello and security keys. In 1871, Horatio Spafford, a prosperous lawyer, and his wife Anna were living comfortably with their young daughters in Chicago, Illinois, when the famed Great Fire broke out and devastated the entire city. Spafford, a senior partner in a thriving law firm, had invested in real estate north of the expanding city in the spring of that year, but when the Great Fire of Chicago reduced the city to ashes, it also devastated Spafford's real estate investment. Two years later, the family decided to vacation with some friends in Europe, but at the very last moment, Horatio was held back by business. Instead, Anna and the children sailed on ahead. But on November 21st, 1873, their ship collided with another vessel and sank within just a few minutes. Anna was rescued, but all four children drowned. It took nine days for Anna to reach Cardiff, Wales, where she telegrammed Horatio the news, writing, Saved alone, 
what shall I do? Upon receiving the telegram, Horatio immediately left Chicago to bring his wife back home. During the Atlantic crossing, the captain of his ship called Horatio to his cabin and told him that they were passing over the spot where his four daughters had perished. And it was there that Horatio wrote these words, still sung today, as he passed over that tragic spot. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. That's the same as saying that despite terrible things happening to me right now and I'm crying out inside, I am still at peace because of Christ. I know that he is good no matter what. Horatio knew these biblical truths to still praise God despite trials and seeming devastation. James 1 says to count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And Psalm 24 says, The earth is the Lord's, and all it contains, the world, and all those who dwell in it. And Horatio Spafford concludes with a cry for understanding why, and yet he rests in the peace of Christ and sings, Lord, haste the day when my faith shall be sight, the clouds be rolled back as a scroll, the trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend, even so it is well with my soul. Christmas time, we often sing the carol, Joy to the World. We sing it out, but many often struggle to understand what true joy is. Does it mean happiness, a fake smile, laughter? Often we tend to define things that we feel would bring us joy. Money, spouse, job, friends, health. Our answers to that question, however, actually reveal our priorities and the direction that our life is heading spiritually. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 1 that a blessed and happy man's delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Now the law of the Lord and the law that we are to meditate on like the psalmist talks about is the word from God written to us in scripture. To delight in the law of the Lord is to learn God's way, his designs, his desires for our lives from scripture. Even though the psalmist didn't have the entire word of God yet, he knew that true joy and happiness come from knowing God and abiding in his word. And that was David's confidence as well when he wrote, The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing in the heart, in Psalm 19. The word precepts there speaks of divine principles and guidelines for character and conduct. God created us and knows how we must live to give glory to him. And he revealed in his word every precept, every guideline that we need to know in order to do just that, to give glory to him. God's word and its precepts show us the path that is right and true. Many people we meet are discouraged or despondent because of a lack of direction and purpose. They feel that their lives are just plodding along with no point. But Psalm 119 reassures us that God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. 
God's Word guides us through the difficult times and confusing curves of life and gives our lives eternal significance. May we strive not to live for earthly and temporal or selfish pleasures. Our lives have a high and a holy purpose, a joyful purpose. May we pray that God would open our eyes and our hearts to those things. For joy to the world, the Lord has come. What joy we may have in that truth alone, unspeakable joy. Let us ask God to reveal his ways if we don't see them now, and he can fill us each day with true joy as we give him glory in all that we do in every day. Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.